Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. Good morning, Brandon Baxter. Here we are. Today is Tuesday. It's January the 4th, 2022. It's National Trivia Day today. Hmm. I think the big question is why in the heck am I at work today? <laughs> I'm not feeling my best. I've had drama already this morning. Uh-oh. Yeah, I couldn't get into my truck. Oh. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what happened, but... I have an issue with my doors whenever it's cold outside and there's frost on the car. Sometimes I can't get it to latch. I can't get it to stay closed. That becomes an issue. Today, I couldn't get in the truck. It's going to be cold for just a second, so you might want to get that checked out. Exactly. So today, when I couldn't get in the truck and you can't defrost it if you can't get in it, I had to go through to the passenger side and crawl through the front of my truck. To get to the point where I could turn Man, the defrost on. I could have had some video of that. Yeah, and yesterday. Today. I had to drive to work yesterday holding the door no. closed. I'm not sure what's up with the latch <laughs> on this truck. But it's an issue, and that's how mm, the day starts. Okay. I can barely swallow this morning. So oh, no. That's how this whole thing's okay. going to go. Uh, today is also World Hypnotism Day. Oh. So I'd like to be hypnotized and wake up <laughs> in about a week and see how things go. We actually have a hypnotist that's going to come in today. I was always scared of those because, you know, like we, we've done things in the past. Hey, there's a hypnotist. Would you like to be hypnotized? I'm like, no, I'm not going to pee myself on stage. Or start uh, like clucking like a chicken or something. Right. Or revealing truths about myself. Oh. You know, like what if? Truths. Yeah. There was that one time my wife told me that I was talking in my sleep. Ooh, that could be scary. I sleep for two weeks after that. <laughs> It's also National Spaghetti Day today as well. So, mm. on top of spaghetti, all covered with cheese. I lost my poor meatball when somebody sneezed. There you go. That's what you get from this show this morning. <laughs> Enjoy. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, the year was 1993, and Vince Gill had the number one song in country music on this day. Song and country music. It's Vince Gill. Past the Come on. Find a way to just hold on. Yeah. Let's do this. It's hard to believe that this was 29 years ago. Can that possibly be right? What the heck is going on in the world today, anyway? of 93. Don't let love start to live. Love starts to live in a way. That was a set 93. Yeah. Oh man. Irresistible. Said no one ever. It's been skill. Don't let our love start slipping away. Number one on this day in 1993. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, welcome to Tuesday. It's January the 4th, and y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. All right, gotcha gossip today on Khloe Kardashian and Tristan Thompson. So Tristan Thompson is the NBA star who's been linked to Khloe Kardashian and babies and all the different stuff, and... There's been a point where they broke up because maybe he wasn't faithful and then she took him back and he said he was going to be faithful and then evidently he fathered a child mm. with another woman. It's kind of an issue there. 
Uh, and the thing is, Tristan Thompson's had to confirm said reports because a paternity test shows he is the father of Marilee Nichols' baby. Hmm. So because he came out as the father, he had to tell the world about it. And he says in a public post, and I quote, Today, paternity test re- results reveal that I fathered a child with Marilee Nichols. I take full responsibility for my actions. He goes on to say, now that paternity has been established, I look forward to amicably raising our son. Uh, Tristan Thompson goes on to publicly apologize to everyone who's disappointed by him. And then he apologized to Khloe Kardashian directly. Here's what he said. He said, quote, Khloe, you don't deserve this. You don't deserve the heartache and humiliation I have caused you. You didn't deserve the way I treated you over the years. Again, I am so incredibly sorry. Hmm. An apology right there to Khloe Kardashian from Tristan Thompson. Got you gossip today on Jimmy Fallon. So Jimmy's opening up about his experience with COVID-19. So on the very first day of his holiday break, Brandon, he tested positive for COVID-19. So he did say he was vaccinated. He's had the booster. And hopefully because of that, that's he only experienced mild symptoms. Well, the photo he posted on Instagram shows him quarantined in this glass room. And Jimmy's wearing a mask. And in the post, he took the time to thank the doctors and the nurses working so hard around the clock to get everybody vaxxed. Well, Jimmy received his positive test on December 18th, and it looked like he was going to be isolated from his family from for the whole Christmas break. But Jimmy was able to reunite with them after they all, too, tested positive. So his longtime wife, Nancy, and his young daughters, Winnie and Frances, all were COVID positive with luckily just mild symptoms. But The Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon returned last night as planned. If you want to check out his full post, just search Jimmy Fallon on Instagram. And got your gossip today on Chrissy Teigen. She is uh, debuting a new haircut and some new makeup. A new look for her. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think she looks very similar to a Kardashian. Yes. Like she looks like Khloe Kardashian. If you were to scroll through your Instagram feed and not see her name, I'm not sure you would know it's Chrissy Teigen. I wouldn't have with this picture. It's pretty over the top. Mm-hmm. And some people are saying, does she aspire to be a Kardashian? And then when you see what you can do with hair and makeup, right? it's pretty remarkable. Mm-hmm. So later on today... I'm going to see if I can end up looking like Khloe Kardashian. Perfect. So we'll let you know how that works out. And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we gotcha gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a deal out today that I was uh, checking out a few minutes ago that was kind of fun because it was talking about the most popular movie from the year you were born. And they go all the way back to the 50s, right? Oh. And you can go and you can figure out, okay, I was born in like for us, 1991. For me, 1993. So that's not true. Uh, but if you go back and look at the movies that were number one on your on the year you were born, it's kind of fun because they say these were the top grossing movies. Obviously, that means the most popular movie of the year. Not the most critically acclaimed movie, okay. maybe, but the one that impacted the box office the most. So if we go back, I thought we'd kind of go back in time a little bit. Then we'll post this and you guys can go and kind of look and see what was big the year you were born. Uh, but Kelly and I... And I'll it, let you. I'll let you reveal reveal the year that we were born. Okay. Go ahead. Kim. Why do I have to be the one to reveal it? Are you ashamed of it? No, I'm very proud of our year, 1977. That seems old, right? Now, doesn't it? So in 1977, the number one movie of that year was Star Wars. It was later dubbed Episode Four: A New Hope. But Star Wars did all those movies in, in a crazy order. Wow. They, yeah, I know. So I guess 77 was the first one, but they called it episode four. Gotcha. See what I'm saying? Yes. In this, yes. Because in the sequence and, right. you know. And typically, that's crazy how we're, we weren't even born, but I remember my dad was a huge fan, a Star yeah. Wars fan, and I remember I was a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah, so the one I remember, which was the Empire Strikes Back, what year was that? Okay, so that was 80. Okay, so that's the one we probably did go to a theater to see. Well, I was three. I don't know if I went to the theater. I don't know. Nana used to take you to some, um, she took you to what, cocktail when you were like six? Yeah, adult movies. She needed somebody to go to the adult movies with. (laughs) So you might have seen it. I meant rated R movies. No, I know that. You looked at me. No. I did not you looked look at, at you. You looked at me. I have to look at you. No, but that was a weird look. Okay. I didn't go to adult movies. Okay. So. Okay. Okay, so that was 77. Let's go and look at, let's say, uh, my wife's, okay? So she was born in, what year was she born? 
Was it, um... It was 87. Beverly Hills Cop 2. Right? <laughs> and that Eddie Murphy? Yeah. It, okay. What year was Kurt born? 2003. 2003, the number one most popular movie was Finding Nemo. No way! That's like his, that was his favorite movie of all time. He wore that DVD out. He loved Finding Nemo. It's crazy. On New Year's Eve, he was mm-hmm. actually watching that. We gave him the Don't option that to, to go him. watch TV, and he found Finding Nemo. He was, Don't that do was that this year. To him. Kyle was born in 2009. The biggest movie from the year he was born was Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Oh, my goodness. So it's kind of fun. We'll put this up on Facebook. You guys can go there and, and let us know what movie was the number one movie from the year that you were born. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's still a lot of talk about Betty White. You know, she passed away Friday at the age of 99. So we're learning more about her. Did you see that her final words were, um, was the name of her husband who passed away like in the early 80s? Mm-mm. Yeah. So evidently, somebody in the family talked to Carol Burnett, who told Vicki Lawrence that the last word that Betty White ever uttered was Alan, which was her husband's name. And again, he passed Aww. away years and years ago. So, that's and she never did remarry after him, did she? I don't think so. Aww. So, uh, there's also these random facts about the Golden Girls, right? Which is a show that she's probably most known mm-hmm. for. Uh, the iconic role of Rose. Uh, they say that originally, Betty White was offered the role of Blanche. Really? And Blanche is the one who's always looking for a guy and yeah. flirtatious. Uh-huh. And, you know, Rose was very much the opposite. The silly one, the goofy one. Kind of flaky. Yeah. Yeah. But can you imagine how different that show would have been if if Betty White, if Rose would have actually been Blanche? She, if she would have been the, the one who was always chasing the guys. She could have done it, though, because she's funny. No, she's real funny yeah. and real talented. But, I mean, you know, you, you picture those characters in those roles. Mm-hmm. Did you know? The B. Arthur and Betty White. Now, B. Arthur was Dorothy. Betty White was Rose. They didn't get along. Really? And they said that they really had different ways of approaching the way they presented the show, and especially the way they worked on the set. They said B. Arthur was very serious and serious about the role, and that's kind of what the Dorothy character was like. And Betty White was random, and she'd just walk around and talk to the crowd and take pictures and stuff like that, and that would get on B. Arthur's nerves. I would have gotten on B. Arthur's nerves. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. What? I'm just saying, oh my gosh. I shouldn't have said that out loud. No, but you're right. Uh Uh, How about this? They would always sit down. The ladies would always sit down in the kitchen and have cheesecake, right? That's like one of their normal things. And they said that B. Arthur hated cheesecake. (laughs) They probably did it on purpose. But she had to sit there and eat cheesecake in all these different scenes on the show, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, More B. Arthur facts from the Golden Girls. Uh, Did you know that her mother was played by Estelle Getty, right? Right. Can you still picture her? Yes. She was Sophia. Sophia was actually younger than her daughter in real life. That's so funny to me. They had to dress up um, uh, Estelle Getty to look more like a mother. Mm -hmm. Heavy makeup and a wig and stuff like that. And the home that we all see that we think is the Golden Girls home, right? That we believe is in Florida is actually a home in Brentwood in Los Angeles. And back in uh, 2020, that home sold for $4 million. Whoa. And a lot of people think it's because it was the home that was featured on the Golden Girls. It was sold for $1 million over the asking price. So there's still a lot of value to the whole Golden Girls, um, the whole, um, I guess, the whole idea behind it. Yeah, the legacy of it. The legacy of it. Yeah, the empire of the Golden Girls. You still see people wear the shirts to say, stay golden. Mm -hmm. All about the Golden Girls. What a reunion. And if you threw a party, invited everyone you knew, you would see the biggest gift would be from me. And the card attached would say, thank you for being a friend. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. Crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. Well, here's your first drive-thru restaurant fight of the year, okay? Right. 
20-year-old employee was working the drive-thru at Long John Silver's in southern Indiana, and a woman in her 30s pulled in and tried to order a single hush puppy. Now, if you're not familiar, hush puppies are the deep-fried balls oh, of cornmeal, gosh, right? And Long John Silver's does sell them, but not individually. The smallest order you can get is two for one ninety-five, And for some reason, the woman ordering thought that that was outrageous. She demanded that they sell her just one. She also yelled a racial slur. And then another woman in her car started calling the restaurant over and over, asking to speak to a manager. Wow. When that didn't work, the passenger got out, walked inside the restaurant, trashed the place, attacked the drive through worker, and kicked her in the stomach, which was a huge deal because she happens to be pregnant. Oh, my. This is terrible. I know. Luckily, it sounds like she is okay, but it's not clear if the woman who kicked her knew she was pregnant or not, but police oh. are still trying to track her down. And it was all over a hush puppy. Yeah. A hush puppy. You wanted one and they were trying to sell you two for $2. Right. Well, speaking of Long John Silvers, um, <clears throat> a cruise ship passes by a remote island and all the passengers see a bearded man with an eye patch running around and waving his arms wildly. Captain, one passenger asks, who is that man over there? I have no idea, the captain says, but he goes nuts every year when we pass him. Poor guy wasn't just waving, Brandon. He was, he's stranded. And there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. When I first did my television gig in the early 90s on ESPN, on Teen Beat, you could write to me. And I'd be like, and you can write to me at... You know, Brandon Baxter, care of the Global Wrestling Federation, 1000 South Industrial Boulevard, Dallas, Texas, whatever the address was. And Mm -hmm. you could send me, you know, you could send me letters and stuff like that. I'm thinking today I'm going to give our address or maybe our social media places. Uh Uh-huh. And you guys can send me get well wishes because I'm still not feeling well today. Okay. Get well wishes. Well, they might... Is it okay if they just go to social media? It might be a little updated. Yes. They They could just send you well wishes... There, it's instant. Yeah, you guys can do that as well if you want to wish me well today because, you know, my deal is I don't feel my best. And really, I've been sick for a number of days mm-hmm. now, but I still felt the obligation to come in here for you guys to hopefully make you smile and play some music for you and give you information. And You're you're just, you're very sacrificial. You realize that my wife told me I should have just taken off and I said, Leslie, we've basically been almost off for two weeks. Yeah. With the holidays, I got to go back. Mm-hmm. She's like, but you don't feel good. I said, but I'm, I'm a trooper. Oh, is that what you told her? Stand up kind of man. We should call her and see if that's what you actually said. Tough but, guy. You know, I don't know if that's what you said. Oh, you're a tough guy. She might have did. Was she having to talk you into being a tough guy? Maybe. No, no. I'm typically known as a tough guy. As a matter of fact, I've had uh, another COVID test, another round of COVID testing. How'd that go? I just knew I was going to test positive. Because what else is wrong with me? Well, Every symptom I have <laughs> is is. Um, thank you. Every symptom I have is Omicron. But yeah. it, I tested negative. Hmm. I was almost disappointed to get the results. <laughs> because at least if I got him and they said, hey, you're positive, I could tell our boss, hey, I don't have a choice. I have to isolate. Right. Hmm. I should have just told him it was positive. Well, that's kind of what I was thinking. I'm kind of surprised you just didn't. Just tested positive. Yeah, because like, is anyone asking to see the test? No. I mean, I don't think they ever do that, but I'm honest. You know, honesty is the best policy with me. So. Thank you, Abe. Thank you. But uh, so I went, I got my test done and I'm, I've had so many of these now. I'm not even nervous about it. My wife wants me to get them because I woke up. You woke up today. Let's get a test just to make sure. What? What? What is it? What is it? I'm, I'm not saying it. She must be asleep right now. Is all, that's why you're talking like that. No, no. I'm already scared for you. You no. go ahead. I'll just tell you that uh, I didn't realize. She told me at one point that the stream was messed up. So... <clears throat> then the stream got fixed and I didn't realize it and I said some things and she called me out on some things. Sometimes I get in trouble. Uh-huh. But so like, let's just, if I wanted to be really real, like a week ago I went and got that, um, the booster shot, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to feel fatigued for like a day. And I don't know if I just so happened to get a cold or the flu or whatever afterward, or maybe I was already sick when I was getting the booster shot. Mm-hmm. Here it is. It's almost a week. It's six days of me feeling puny. Yeah, but isn't like... I can barely swallow today. Okay. Like, my throat hurts now. Let's pretend it's COVID or strep or the flu. 
Isn't it all over in six days? You're acting like, I mean, I'm sorry. You're more sick today. But it's, it should be, you should be like getting over it. You would think I'd start improving. Yeah. But if I'm not doing anything to improve, I guess you don't necessarily always get better. Man. So it's so dumb about it. Well. I don't know what I'm going to do. And then my wife called it the man cold. And I know what you ladies are thinking. You're thinking, oh, he's whining about it. <clears throat> but and the truth is, I really feel terrible. Well, for those of, of the people that don't understand man colds, could you could you tell us what that is? Oh, she thinks anytime she has a hangnail that she's barely lucky to survive. And if I'm over here snotting and snorting and sore throating and all this different aches and pains and all that stuff, it ain't nothing. Do you think it's maybe just because she hears about it more from you no, when you're sick? I don't say nothing about it. I don't. You know you know why? Because I'll get accused of trying to make it sound like it was worse. Worse. And because she had the worst case of COVID ever, according to her. I hope she's not. Um, I'm uncomfortable. I'm just telling you, there's something going on here. Well, maybe today. I'll take the get well wishes. Yeah, please. And, and let them be instant. Y'all, y'all know how he is. He needs some encouragement. Yeah. Tommy, right now. Thank you for being a trooper. Thank you for what you do for this community. Thank you for, for being state. an incredible human. All an of incredible that. human as mm-hmm. well. I think that's a good one. That's mm-hmm. a good line. I like that one. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Still accepting get well wishes oh, gosh. on my socials, on Instagram, <laughs> and on Facebook. It's Brandon Baxter in the morning on Twitter, Brandon on BBITM. If you guys want to. You know what? Wish me well today. And if they want to send me maybe a little note that talks about you and they want yeah. me to read that on <clears throat> no, the air for no, you. No, not when I'm sick. We can also do that as well. Not when I'm sick today. I don't think it's a good one. Hmm. It is not a good one. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Oh, happy yeah. birthday to you. Uh-huh. Happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday. Oh, happy birthday to you. Well, well, well. Time for birthdays for today. It's Tuesday, January the 4th of 2022. Local birthdays, local celebrities. Here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Timothy Bachelor of Paragould, who celebrates today. Dwayne Calhoun and Tuckerman. Happy birthday. Jimmy Grunewald of Midway, Arkansas, celebrates. Erica James. Happy birthday. Brian Duckworth of Jonesboro. Sherry Ewing of Jonesboro celebrates. Ryan Harden in Bay is celebrating. And Callie Curtis of Stuttgart has a birthday today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say happy birthday to all y'all. And you celebrate with these celebrities. Derrick Henry is 28, running back for the Tennessee Titans. He's a beast. Mm-hmm. He is a beast. Happy birthday today to Benjamin Darville, who is 55 from the Crash Test Dummies. Um, mm-hmm. It's Kelly's favorite song. Once, once there was this girl who wouldn't go and change with the girls in the change room, and when they finally made killer, they saw birthmarks all over her body. Explain it, it always just been there. Here we go. <laughs> Why do we like that song I and then sing know. it like that? Does everybody sing that song the same way? So, what's the next part? Once there was this boy who got into to uh, Maybe that's the first one. Let's see. Okay. This is the part about the church, right? There was this boy whose parents made him come directly home right after school. Okay. Benjamin Darvall of the Crash Test Dummies, 55 today, and there's people going, what in the heck is that?
Happy birthday today to Dina Carter, who is 56. Happy birthday to Dina Carter, who's 56 today. Happy birthday to Michael Stipe, who is 62 from Aria. That's me in the corner. Oh, yeah. That's me in the spotlight, losing my religion. Trying to keep up Michael Stipe of REM is turning 62 today. Michael Stipe, REM 62. Happy birthday to country singer Patty Loveless, who is 65. Mama whispered softly, time will ease your pain. Life's about changing, nothing ever stays the same. And she said, how can I help you to say goodbye? It's okay to hurt, and it's okay. song i forgot about that one how can i help you to say goodbye patty loveless is turning 65 today so blame it hey. on your lying cheating cold dead beating two-time and double dealing mean mistreating loving heart patty loveless well, Happy birthday to Patty Loveless, who's 65 today. And happy birthday to Beyonce's mama, Tina Ooh. Knowles, who is 68. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Come on. Of course, Kelly picks this one. Yep. Let's go, ladies. Right. Kelly, I'm already sick. I don't need to see you dancing. <laughs> Happy birthday to Tina Knowles. Beyonce's mom celebrating her birthday today. H-Town, represent. What? Texas is up in this thing. That's it. You know she's from Texas. Come on, Beyonce's mama. Tina Knowles, the mama of Beyonce, celebrates today. Happy birthday goes out to my good friend, Tina Knowles. 
who turns 68 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, we're doing it big on a Tuesday morning. It's January the 4th, and y'all, as always... (laughs) I don't think you're doing it big today there, buddy. Uh, Kelly Perry. Well, <laughs> she's got three words for you. Doing it big. Uh, See, it just doesn't sound right, Brandon. No, but when I say it, it works. Cause I don't I don't know if <clears> it did. Because we're doing it big here on a Tuesday. Okay. Up on a Tuesday. Down on, what is it? Up on a Tuesday? It's up on a Tuesday. It's going up on a Tuesday. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We're going up on a Tuesday. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. <laughs> Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas! This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. We have Country Music News today on Morgan Wallen. I love you more than a California sunset, more than a beer when you ain't 21, yeah. So Morgan Wallen is featured in uh, his buddy Ernest's song. Now, if you saw uh, Morgan Wallen in either North Little Rock or in South Haven, you know that he performed with Ernest at different points in the show. Ernest was the opening act. So Ernest is a singer-songwriter, and they worked on this song together because uh, they had this idea they wanted to do one of those breakup, one of the classic uh, sad breakup country songs. And the idea being that uh, the flower shop is kind of like the scene of this Meaning that you can say you're sorry and all these different things, but sometimes you're just at a point where you need to send the flowers, right? <laughs> so Morgan Wallet and Ernest have released this song. We thought we'd give you a sneak peek at what it sounds like, the studio produced version. It's Flower Shops with Ernest featuring Morgan Wallen. Flower Shops. It's Ernest featuring Morgan Wallen. The song is out right now, and Ernest says it's probably his favorite song that he's ever written. If you want to check it out, follow Ernest on social media, and it's right there. We have country music news today on Carrie Underwood and Cobra Kai. So if you're a fan of the show Cobra Kai and you've already been watching season four, you might have been shocked when you saw Carrie Underwood on the show. Like she makes a surprise cameo. So back in August, Carrie expressed her love for the show on social media, which caught the attentions of the creators. So in episode nine, Carrie performs at the All Valley Karate Tournament where the dojos face off against each other. So she's in this leather mini skirt. She looks awesome. She's in this jacket and she performs a cover of Survivor's The Moment of Truth, which this is also a song that appears in the 1984 film, The Karate Kid. So here's a clip of Carrie Underwood Wood in Cobra Kai. We never doubted you, Ron. <laughs> You're alone. You ask yourself, what are you searching for? Oh, my, that's cool. Yeah, if you don't need to know what's happening, just know that there's just a cameo from our own Carrie Underwood. But uh, Carrie Underwood on Cobra Kai, it's season four, episode nine. All right, country music news today on Marin Morris. Can I get a hallelujah? Can I get an amen? Well, it's been a minute. The Marin Morris is back with brand new music this coming Friday. On her social media, Sharon, ha- uh, Sharon. Marin has shared... An image, uh, the teaser, the cover art for a song called Circles Around This Town. Uh, and if you look at the photo, it's kind of a pretty picture of Marin offset with like an old school late 80s, early 90s car. 
which seems to be like she goes with that stuff. She likes the cars. She yeah. kind of likes that. So anyway, it circles around this town. It comes out this coming Friday. New stuff from Marin Morris. That's your country music news on Arkansas's Morning Show. Brandon Baxter in the Morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is January the 4th, and today in pop culture in 1969, Dolly Parton became a member of the Grand Ole Opry in 1969. Jolene, 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 please don't take him just because you And it's kind of cool because I think Dolly Parton is as popular now as she was back then. Here you come again, just when I'm Dolly Parton in the Grand Ole Opry. One of the things I love about her the most is she's always working. A little dolly for you this morning. It's a kitty. Tender love is blind. Hello. It requires a dedication. All this love we feel needs no conversation. We're riding together. Uh-huh. Making love with each other. Uh-huh. What is it? Silence in the stream. That is what we are. going to do that at a karaoke party and then I got uninvited to the karaoke party. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's a true story. Mm-hmm. We had a plan. I was going to sing that song at my second yeah. week of karaoke and mm-hmm. I was told not to come. <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, today in pop culture in 1983, the Eurythmics, they had their second studio album and it was called Sweet Dreams Are Made of These and it featured the song Sweet Dreams Are Made of These. The uh, Eurythmics. Today in pop culture in 1991, Nirvana signed with Geffen Records, and that led to a bunch of big hits in the whole grunge phase. I was a fan of Nirvana, so. That's a good one. They really did change music in the early 90s. Speaking of changes in music, in 2005, today in pop culture in 2005, Ashley Simpson she was the performer at the Orange Bowl, and she was performing her song La La. This is after the whole SNL debacle where she was caught lip syncing. Mm-hmm. The crowd wasn't really happy with her performance at a college football game either. Ashley Simpson was booed off the stage in 05. This is what that moment sounded like. Yeah, they were not real happy with her that night. That's embarrassing. And today in pop culture in 2020, Mariah Carey became the first artist to hit the Hot 100 in four different decades. When her song stayed number one into the year 2020, the song we're talking about is this one. No way. What? No? It's still happening? It was still number one in 2020 after Christmas. 
Should I play the whole thing? I mean. Or has the season passed on on this song? Maybe it's passed. We've played it a couple yeah. hundred times in the last month, and we're a country show. Anyway, today is January the 4th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so there's this deal out I was reading that was talking about things that uh, basically mean you're a jerk. If you do these things, you're a jerk. Uh Uh-oh, that's not good. So I want you to judge yourself. One of the toughest things in life to do is to... What? What what are you talking about? It's very tough to... Like, we can judge other people freely. Oh, I feel like I can say whatever or think whatever. But when it comes time to, like, really think about ourselves, sometimes... That's a tougher pill to swallow. Oh, so you're wanting me to you're wanting me to to judge myself right now? No, I'm just I'm just saying people out there who are listening. If you're doing these things, maybe stop doing them. Okay, gotcha. Okay, I'm with you. So if I hit you with something and I'm like, hey, this is what a jerk does, and you're like, oh my gosh, I've done that. Don't do it anymore. Just fix it, okay. and there's gonna be less jerks roaming around. Okay, okay. Thanks to make you a jerk, and I want you. Let, let me say this. If I say something, if I hit you with one of these deals and you think that is what a jerk does, just yell, jerk, jerk, jerk. Okay? Okay. And then if it's something you think is fine, just say, not a jerk, not a jerk, not a jerk. Okay. Got the game? Yes. If you're parking your car and you block somebody's driveway. Jerk. It's three. Okay. Well, I might just shorten it. No, go ahead. Dude. No. No, do the three. If you eat somebody's food that isn't yours, it's marked with somebody's name and you eat their food. Jerk! A million percent. Who does that? <clears throat> if you accidentally make a mess on a public uh, restroom toilet seat and don't clean it up. Mm. Who does that? Jerks. Who does it? Jerks. And their children. I'm just telling you, man. You go into some of these bathrooms like you're traveling mm. and you're like, what in the heck? Yeah, it's almost like someone has been raised by wolves. Yeah, it's gross. If you get mad at the cashier about the store's prices, it's not a good thing. It is not the cashier's fault. Don't yell at the... Gosh. If you pass somebody on the highway and then go slower once you get in front of them. (laughs) Jerk. Is that bad? Yes. If you pick up either some refrigerated food or some frozen food at a grocery store and then decide you don't want it and you just put it on a regular shelf. People do that, though. You're checking out and they're like, oh, I don't need this ice cream. And they put it like where the candy bars are. Uh, And I'm like, what? What? Can't do that. No. I will literally walk back across the store. Get out of your line. I won't like strand my meat, you know, in the middle of the store or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Going through somebody's pictures. When they say, hey, check this out on their phone, like they're going to show you one picture, and then you start swiping. I know people like that. Is that a jerk? That's just, you're just unaware. Don't you, do that You to just people. don't do that, you right? You don't do that. Don't do that. No. Because you don't know what you're going to find. What if you get something you don't want to find? It's weird. So that's another bad thing. Uh, let's see, other things that are kind of bad. If you finish a roll of toilet paper and don't replace it. No, that makes me mad. You're a jerk. If you don't use your turn signal. Oh, jerk, 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 jerk. If you leave your shopping cart in an empty parking space. Let me just tell y'all, you may not want to be judged, but if you leave your shopping cart out, you're getting judged hard. Kelly, I went to a store yesterday. I need medicine because I'm sick. And I went to the store and I thought, oh my gosh, I found a good spot. Guess what was right in the middle of it? It was like somebody literally put the shopping cart right in the middle. They were probably watching you when that happened. I thought, do I just bump it into the car in front of me? And no, I didn't. No, that would make you a jerk. If you try to enter an elevator before other people have had the chance to get off of the elevator. Uh, yes, jerk. If you throw someone under the bus by using personal information they privately shared with you. I mean, do we even need to say it? Is that a jerk? Yes. If you end a relationship via text. Some of these are might be worse than the word jerk. <laughs> if you don't hold the door for a person walking in behind you and you just let the door close. Jerk. Uh, that's kind of funny. Uh, let's see here. If you steal a parking spot from somebody who you knew was waiting for it. That's just asking for a fight. Kelly, this happened to me too. Same story yesterday. So I pull up to one and there's a shopping cart in the middle. The next one, and this is where like you can only go into the parking spots one way. So imagine if you're if you're coming down like the right side, you got to pull into the right. So I'm I see the spot. I'm circling around again. I'm kind of sick, so I'm trying to get a close spot. 
As I'm getting there, I see another car that's coming down the aisle. They spot the same spot. They're going the wrong way. They automatically whip their car into it and didn't have to back out and pull forward and back out and pull forward. They were going the wrong way. Their car Mm-mm. wasn't going to fit right, Mm-mm. and they jumped in front of me. I'm so sorry, guys, but if that was you... What is it? You're being a jerk. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so Tuesday's here. I've told you I'm sick. <laughs> yeah, y'all, I'm going to go back to the terrible. podcast today and see how many times you say I'm sick. Yeah, well, the problem is I'm sick, and I can't help it. I'm here. Mm-hmm. At least I'm here, right? <laughs> yeah. Still waiting for the thousands of uh, thank you messages for me coming to work. So I've gotten several. I'm just not allowed to work. I can't read them out loud. Yeah, it's weird because I'm sitting here waiting for all these to come through, and I don't feel very appreciated today for the fact that I'm toughing it out. Well, I, you know, I, for one... I'm appreciative of you. Oh, thanks. Appreciate that. And I know your family's appreciative of you. Oh, yeah. They really are. I actually just got a text from your wife and said, I am appreciative of Brandon. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I have an issue, though, and I I need help because you've had glasses for a minute, right? Mm Mm-hmm. How long have you had them? I have had them for about, mm, off and on, five years. Okay. So, I've had mine how long? About three or four months. Mm-hmm. So I got the glasses, and uh, the, one of the reasons, like I was going to have glasses and contacts, right? And then, I don't know whatever happened. I never got the contacts. I, I know what happened. No, you're going to say I couldn't do them. Brandon? That is part of it. Okay. Sometimes I could get them in. I just had trouble getting them out. You would think they were in there, and then they would be searched for. Yes, and then you would- no, because you and my wife both told me there was a contact in my eye and I kept picking at my eye and it, it wasn't even in there. It looked like it. It really, I think that your retina or something was wrinkled because it did look like... I don't have like- a wrinkled retina. Leave my retina out. Wow. It's stupid. It's dumb. Some people have wrinkled retinas. Uh, yeah, you probably have wrinkled retinas. You leave my retinas out of this. Uh, yeah, nobody wants to mess with okay, your retinas anyway. Okay, okay. But my issue has become like, okay, so I'm going to try to figure out the contacts because I want to do that. Because there's a couple of things I've realized about glasses that can be difficult, and I need somebody who has glasses experience to help me. Okay. Number one, to read stuff in a store, I need to have my glasses on because I can't read small print. I can't read how many servings. Sometimes I couldn't read a price. Okay. Okay. The issue is I'm wearing my mask in stores again. And then I'm walking through, and my glasses fog up as I'm walking past people. Everybody with glasses knows what you're talking about. So I was walking past these people last night, and they kind of started eyeing me. I had my hat pulled down low, and I was trying to be inconspicuous. Mm-hmm. So as I walk through, and I start to breathe, which I guess you have to breathe if you're wearing glasses, then all of a sudden I'm walking by these girls, and <laughs> And my glasses fog up real bad, and then I can't see, and I have to kind of take them off to air them out. I've seen those glasses before. We could probably order you some. They have those little windshield wipers on them. No. So every time you breathe, it would wipe the fog off? No, not doing it. Well, I don't know if anybody has a trick for that. If anybody can tell me how not to fog my glasses when I walk by girls. Maybe there's some anti-fog spray or something. It looks dumb. Because then all of a sudden you're walking by and all of a sudden your glasses get all foggy and they're thinking you're looking at him and you got foggy. And they're like, who's that weird guy? Yeah, he, oh, this man walks by and his glasses get foggy. Yeah, because he's breathing weird. Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. then I got self-conscious and put him in my pocket and then I couldn't read anything. So then I've also realized that my glasses are always dirty. Like, I don't know how you get them clean. I'll sit there, I'll clean them. And then I won't even touch them. And within two minutes, there's a streak across them. And I'm having trouble reading things because there's a big mess across it. And then I take them off and I try to clean them. And then they get more smudgy. Mm -hmm. I don't understand that. I can't figure that out. Like right now, I feel like there's a smudge that just popped up. Right that second? Yeah. Didn't touch them. Have you ever washed your face? Why would I have to wash my face? Well, some maybe... If you're touching your glasses and yes. your face, if it's kind of, I don't know, has some particles or if particles. it's greasy or mm. something Thank and you, you touch your glasses, maybe that oil gets on your glasses and that's what's doing that. But what gets them clean? I'll take them, like I'll put a little bit of water on them, right? Like my tap water. And then I'll try to clean them with my shirt. Have you tried Germex? No. Does that work? 
I'm being serious. No, I'm being serious. Because the deal is, and I start wondering, is my tap water not clean? Well, you're... Because if my tap water has a film, why would I want to drink that filmy water? Your ophthalmologist must have given you some type of uh, um, cleansing tissues or or wipes for your, your spectacles. I do have that that fiber that fiber free towel. That's it. I don't know where that is anymore. Oh, I bet. Trust me, I bet they'll give you another one. One of those fiber free towels. I bet they'll give you several of oh, them. If there's wipes for my glasses and also nose protectors for my nose, so I don't breathe and fog up my glasses. I need somebody who has glasses to give me advice because I'm still trying to navigate this. Yeah, it's tough. It's also like the time I was trying to put my contacts in. In the public restroom. While Ooh. guys were in the stalls. Ooh. Yeah, I've, I've had issues since I've been trying to work <laughs> through this. Somebody help me out. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. Did you know solitaire refers to any tabletop game you can play by yourself, not just the famous card game? Really? In fact, the card game wasn't called solitaire until 1990 when Microsoft called it that when they first added it to the Windows operating system. No way. Yes. We bought into that and thought that was it? The actual name of the game is Klondike. Wow, that yeah, blows my mind. I, I thought, yeah, I had no clue. Did you know Alexander Hamilton misspelled the word Pennsylvania on the Constitution? He uh, forgot one of the ends in pen. Really? Yeah. All right. And did you know Dr. Seuss's real name is Theodore Gazelle? He came up with the pen name Seuss when he was caught drinking in college and got banned from extracurricular activities, but wanted to keep writing for the humor newspaper. How about that? And if you didn't know, now you know. So Kelly says we have some good news. There's some people who have reached out over the last couple of minutes to try to give me advice on the trouble with glasses. Because again, new glasses wearer. I'm trying to figure out why when I walk past people, if I'm in the store with my mask on, my glasses fog up like I'm weird. And then why they always have smudges. Like literally, I haven't touched them and all of a sudden there's a smudge on this uh, this one right here. Well, it's just left. probably because of your oily face. I don't have an oily face. If you... Not on the outside of my face, do oh. I? Well, I mean, nothing that a, a few little Biore patches oh, couldn't take care of. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. What have, <laughs> what have we been told today? Well, uh, Paula Houghton uh, from Wynn says, tell Brandon he can buy alcohol wipes at Walmart to clean his glasses for Pete's sake. For Pete's sake? Yeah, she, you're getting on her nerves. <laughs> so that was Who the Paula. heck is Pete? I don't know, but she brought him into it. No, I do want to know, okay, how much are these said wipes? Are they expensive? Brandon, they're just alcohol wipes. You know what? We'll buy you some. How, I mean, like literally, are they? Probably 99 cents. Oh. Okay. Oh, is that too expensive for you? No, I just didn't know. I've never had to buy them. All Sorry right. for Pete's sake. All right, but Lenanda Vazier says, oh, tell Brandon he needs to put his mask on the top of the bridge of his nose, mm-hmm. then place his glasses over his mask, and that will stop the fog of his glasses wearing a mask. Also, glasses constantly get smudges and dirty. You have to constantly clean them. Yeah. Part of the benefits of wearing glasses. She says she's worn hers for 40 to 50 years since the fourth grade. And wow. contacts didn't work for her either. And she also said quit being a baby. She didn't say quit no, being okay, a baby. Okay, she did not did say Did she say that? No, she okay. didn't say that. But right. those are, that's some good advice. Yeah, the problem is, is... What's the... <sighs> Sometimes I can't get my mask to go over my nose. Oh, no. That's a different problem. It's just not big enough. Brandon Baxter in the morning. On top of spaghetti. All covered with cheese. I lost my poor meatball. When somebody sneezed. It rolled off the... It rolled off the... Table. Table. And onto and the floor. Onto the floor. Okay. And I lost my, my poor meatball. Rolled out of the door. Yeah. It rolled to the garden, garden. and under a, under a bush. And then my poor meatball. And my poor meatball. Was nothing but. At Gush. least try. 
Mush. Mush. I don't know if it goes that far. Does it go that far? Yeah, you didn't know it very well. No, today's National Spaghetti Day, by the way. Mm. Uh, so here's the deal. Did you know that uh, spaghetti is plural? If you have one noodle, if you only have one noodle, it's a spaghetto. Oh, can Did I you have a spaghetto, please? Yeah. I would like an order of spaghetto. Just one noodle. Yeah. Must be a big noodle. I don't know. Uh, they say McDonald's used to sell spaghetti like 40 years ago. They called it McSpaghetti. Hmm. They say it's still on the menu in the Philippines and evidently in Orlando. Well, that's random. I wonder if their spaghetti would be any good. Hmm. Maybe they use the McRib sauce in the oh, spaghetti. stop that. <laughs> uh, they say most people do like spaghetti and meatballs. Only 6% of people said they don't like it. 3% said they never eat spaghetti. Like, who is that? Hmm. Even though I made spaghetti last week and Kai said, oh, I'm kind of tired of spaghetti, Dad. It's not my favorite. And I tried to make it all special and add extra texture with different tomatoes. And a lot of times I use sausage instead of ground beef to give even more flavor. So flavor. Did, did the extra specialness help Kai like it? No, he didn't like it. Oh. So don't make it anymore. He told me not to make it. Oh. Thanks, Kai. Uh, so for you, is it a spoon that you're twirling with if you're going to twirl your noodles or is it a fork? It's a fork. But I, I know the correct way. It's like to put your spoon under the fork and then you have to try to to curl your fork and then you put the spoon there's like some kind of uh, like etiquette way yes yeah. I, I didn't go so I didn't learn I didn't learn that either yeah. are you a noodle like a noodle slurper uh no like if you see the noodle do you just try to like suck it in no but I know people that do that do you break your noodles in half when you put them in the pot like if you're gonna go to boil yes. them every time yep right down the middle they say 50% of Americans do that they split them and 38% don't and then 12% of people say they don't really care. But they actually make pot-sized noodles now. Have you seen those? No. Yeah. Really? Because typically, if you had the lo- like a longer noodle uh, and you tried to break it in half, like a lot of times little noodle shards would go everywhere. Yeah. You know, and you have to try to find them or something mm-hmm. like that, or they get in your burner. But if you use the half-sized noodle, you don't have that problem. Really glad you told us about that. And they also say that spaghetti... Is uh, you would think that would be the most popular Italian food in the United States, but it's not. It's only third on the most popular list. Hmm. Garlic bread is first. I guess the Italians get the credit for garlic bread. Then lasagna comes in second, and then it's spaghetti. If you had to pick lasagna or spaghetti, lasagna. Really? For me, I love lasagna. Not me. But my yeah, Leslie and Kai are like, ah, it's too, it's too much, too thick, mm-hmm. too heavy. Lots of pasta, like lots of. God, but that's so yeah. good with that ricotta cheese and the cheese melted on top. That's true. A little mozzarella, a little provolone. Yeah, I'm gonna right. make myself hungry. Today. I guess yeah. It is National Spaghetti Day, so maybe it's a day to celebrate. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a story on a, a woman who had twins in different years. Oh. So it's a woman from California. Her name is Fatima Madrigal. Hmm. Madrigal, I mean. Fatima Madrigal. Okay. I think is how you probably say it. She gave birth to twins over the weekend. They were 15 minutes apart, but one was born in 2021 and one was born in 2022. Wow. Alfredo was born at 1145 on Friday and Aylin, his sister, was born uh, just a couple of seconds into 2022. So twins born 15 minutes apart, but... In different years. That's a pretty cool story. That's one you'll tell forever. Yeah. For the rest of your life, you'll be telling that story. Brandon Baxter in the morning. There's a wild story on a woman who was uh, pregnant. She's in Israel. uh, And she ended up getting COVID. Oh. And the flu. Oh. At the same time. It's called the florona. The florona. Oh, my goodness. So she had the flu and coronavirus at the exact same time. Now, the good news is, is she had a mild case of both. But the bad thing is, is she gave birth while she was sick with both COVID and the flu. Oh, my goodness. So for anybody who's had either COVID or the flu, imagine putting Mm. those together, having your immune system fighting both at the same time and having to have a baby. That's a lot. (laughs) So uh, they say it's separate viruses. The flu and COVID are separate viruses, but they both go after the upper respiratory Mm -hmm. tract, which can cause issues. But again, this woman in Israel, she survived it. The baby seems fine. But it's the first announced case of flu-rona. Brandon Baxter in the morning. 
So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, we talk all about things that will prove that you're a jerk. And if you hear things on our list of things that make you a jerk that you're doing, maybe you should stop. Yeah. It's basically another BSA. It's a Brandon service mm-hmm. announcement this morning. Uh, plus, I walk through getting another COVID test. I'm pretty much a professional. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, we'll talk about the results and why I'm at work. And even though I still feel bad, it's kind of miserable. Uh, we also talk about my glasses. And I've discovered uh, being a relatively new wearer of glasses that there can be issues with glasses. And I have some issues and people seem to have issues with my issues. <laughs> Little known facts on the Golden Girls coming up today, plus National Spaghetti Day and Spaghetti Facts. We talk through all of that on the podcast. It's the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry, what's on TV tonight? The series premiere of Judge Steve Harvey on ABC, an unscripted courtroom comedy where Steve makes up his own common sense rules to preside over legal cases. So I'm sure that'll be entertaining. Gordon Ramsay's road trip. Greek Vacation. Also, the sixth season premiere of This Is Us is on tonight. And then tonight's schedule includes FBI, FBI International, and New Amsterdam, Queens, and FBI Most Wanted. All right. Hope you guys have a great day. And we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.